Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then... Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. An Elio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mailbag episode where we play your voicemails and read your reviews. I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. We actually have some reviews. We do. Yeah, this one is from Silly Sest. Uh, different milks for different felks. <laughs> I feel like that's how I speak. Thank you. These ladies are uh, five stars. These ladies are angels. People need to appreciate Allie's voice more, guys. It's a truly <laughs> iconic voice. I will hear nothing against it. I love Allie, love Melissa, love the mysterious eye producer Maria, currently missing pending investigation. <laughs> Jeb's on it, guys. We're good. I am, however, worried about when. Uh oh. Can you, is it written the whole thing for you? Oh, you only see the. Yes, I am, however, worried about when Melissa goes on maternity leave. I love long, well paid maternity leave for all in parentheses. <laughs> But will Allie be okay? Like, I'm concerned. She's a precious angel, and I have grave concerns about her well-being. Can we hear about your plans, please? Long live the web crawlers. That's a good question. Yeah, so uh, we're going to do some best of episodes, and then I think we're also going to get some guest hosts. Yeah, because to- it'll be, I don't know how long. 
I would I would think a, a month, maybe? No, girly, girly, take as long as you'd like. And very I nicely, know. I forgot to answer back. Um, Dan Tana actually messaged me saying he would be open to editing. He said he'd do it for free, but of course we'd be willing to pay him. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah so we have a few different options, um, and we're looking into actually just firing Melissa permanently no. because she had, a, she, had a, she had a baby and women, women shouldn't work. Ba- yeah. I get it. They, they shouldn't work. So unfortunately, yeah, it'll probably be the end of September is when this thing's coming out of me. Her vahoo. So who knows what? Who knows when? But we, yeah, I was gonna put up some like episodes from a couple of years ago, like our some of our favorite episodes, and then like yeah, maybe like some guest hosts. Maybe we can even record some early and just yeah, like like bank some up, do some early, so we have some. Yeah, that makes sense too. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Well, don't, we'll you do guys, something. don't worry. Don't we'll worry do about something. me. I'll be fine. It's just going to be Allie for an hour Crying. by herself just being like, hey, how guys, are babies well, made? <laughs> what's going on? You guys want to see my dogs? Yeah, who's going to change my diaper? And just unedited. <laughs> me sneezing and coughing and eating. Just dogs barking. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a great question. We are so excited for Mel- uh, Melissa to give yeah, birth. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Here's one from LC Covets 83 Brilliant Bimbos. Love this podcast. Three great hosts who bring so much to each topic. You are sensational, ladies. Thank you from Australia. Oh, down under. Yeah, Australia. Country we're not even sure exists, but glad to get a review from it. We got some emails. Hmm, interesting. This is from Emily. It's me again, the best friend you never knew. Hey, Allie and Melissa, it's me again, Emily, the one with the pervert ghost teacher who calls your voicemail when she's drunk. (laughs) I was going to call, but I feel like I'm going to ramble and I can't bear the shame of being cut off, which is dumb. Why are we scared of being cut off? I love the two and three part messages. We all do. Uh, I've been binging your show since April. Currently, I'm around September 2021, and I'm totally dreading catching up and having to wait for more episodes. I want to talk about your podcast and parasocial relationships. Oh. So seven months ago, my husband and I moved from Philadelphia to San Francisco for his job. I don't know anyone here. I'm not close with my family and my friends are all in different time zone. I don't even have coworkers because I'm a full-time content creator slash YouTube. Annoying, I know. That's not annoying. No, tell us how to get into that. I started listening to web crawlers <laughs> while walking around the city, uh, running errands, doing chores, and I'm addicted. I know mm. lots of listeners over the years have called in and referred to you ladies as their best friends. And even though parasocial relationships can be damaging, I don't think they are in the case of you guys and no. your listeners. Here's why. Mm. You are so open and funny. It feels mm. like chatting with your besties at a sleepover. You're so kind. You never shit on people who write or call in or leave reviews unless they mm. deserve it. even on social media i feel like you're very engaged with your listeners Mm. you recognize that listener input is part of what makes web so special and you embrace it and you've created a community for a bunch of socially awkward anxious weirdos to come together and have fun that's so nice uh i know you don't know me and i know you live in a different city but you ladies are the first friends i made here in california and i'm so thankful to be part of your community we should do after covid calms down like meetups Yes. 
if, we if and when COVID ever comes down. If, if and when. But hey, listen, if you're big on the YouTube, shout us out on your YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Also, mm-hmm. I'm not there yet, but I know Maria eventually stops appearing in episodes. That's a bummer, but I noticed Amanda is no longer on The Alarmist. So I hope that Arios has become so successful that they are just too busy running their empire. Perhaps it's a coincidence that both of them are not on their shows. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint. Hint, hint. Uh, hint this hint. is so sappy. You don't have to read this on the pod. <laughs> Just know that you too late. Too late. appreciate it. And the work you do brings so much joy. Melissa, congratulations on the baby. And Allie, congratulations on the adorable dog. the boyfriend? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Your dogs who are better than babies, but that's just my opinion. Uh-huh. I love you, Emily. That's so Oh, that's lovely. so sweet. We love you, Emily. Did that's she move so to Los nice. Where in California did she move? Los Angeles? San, Fran- San Francisco. Oh, I blocked out on that part. Okay. Well, if you're ever in Los Angeles, let us know. <laughs> that's a crazy move from Philly to San Francisco. Yeah. What's it called? The streets there are very like vertical. What's the yes. word for that? Uh, um, <laughs> steep. Steep? Yeah, steep. Yeah, steep. <laughs> They're very, they go vertical. Straight up. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> the streets there are vertical. <laughs> yeah, the streets there, they're, they go up. <laughs> straight up and down. <laughs> Have you ever been on, um, what's that really windy street? probably but i don't like it i don't i don't like that's why i can't i went to san francisco once and i was like i have i'm scared of heights and i'm nauseous this whole it's time it's really crazy how steep those streets are yeah even like walking down the streets you're oh, like God. Whoa. how do you get back up them you don't people there must have like really good time that's why there's such a bad problem with homelessness people get to the bottom of their street they just, and they're like i'm they're not like, walking I back up i can't <laughs> yeah. get back up yeah god those streets yeah they're crazy Anyway, <laughs> that's, that's that's we should we should work for a thrillist or whatever travel websites there are. San Francisco, and they have great bread, they have great food, but vertical the streets. streets. <laughs> Just be careful because once you get down, can't get back up. Okay, where are these? Boy, okay, here's are the. Oh, it's so hot. This message is for the web crawlers. Um, I don't recognize this voice. My name is Michael Rudak, and I'm calling in about the birds aren't real. I'm surprised someone hasn't called in sooner after that one woman called in and was talking about her family was getting a little uh, QAnon. But uh, the deal with the birds aren't real is is actually quite interesting. Um, the, The guy who started the whole thing, I can't find his name right now. Stays in character so much that one would believe he believes that birds aren't real, but it's really just a huge gimmick. And what's, right. what's really cool about uh, their deal is, uh, like when, when Texas passed that nonsense bill about abortion, and there was pro-abortion um, activists, uh, excuse me, anti anti-abortion activists yelling and screaming and and hollering Mm -hmm. uh, the birds aren't real guys showed up yelled even louder than them and then the anti-abortion people like sulked away because they were being drowned out by the birds aren't real nice it is kind of a neat movement but the the deal is the the guy just stays so much in character that you you (laughs) think he's a looney tune yeah it's kind of like the Church of the Subgenius, which you might want to look up as well, huh? where they say 
in character so much that you believe that it is real. Um, and what's neat about the Church of the Subgenius, you know, that, that, uh, that 1950s dude that's like smoking a pipe, he's got his, you know, his hair all kind of slicked back and, you know, there's like a sign that says, hey, at least it's not crack or something. It's like marijuana, at least it's not crack. Um, that logo was started by the Church of the Subgenius. But anyways, those are my two cents. Birds aren't real. They're drones. They stop anti-abortion knuckleheads. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Church of the Subgenius. I've never heard of this before. Me we should. Either. Oh, wow. Already religion. R. Crumb helped to publicize the church. My One of my favorite cartoonists. Oh. It was from the 50s? Or co-founded of the church in the 70s. That's interesting. I've never heard of this. We should do an episode on this. I've That's interesting. Add this to my read later list. Interesting. That never gets read. Read. <laughs> Next message. Hey, web crawlers. This is Michael Rudak again. Hi. I think I may have mixed up my terminology. I just want to set the, the story straight. I think I call them anti-abortion knuckleheads. What I meant to say was pro-lifer knuckleheads. Sure, sure. Yeah, same um, thing. That's who the birds aren't real guys were drowning out. So the birds aren't real are the good guys. The pro-lifers were the ones. Yes. Were. <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up. We're being jerks. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. They want to make abortion wrong. Yes. <laughs> okay. Just want to make sure I got that that clarification correct. So. I wasn't misrepresenting the birds aren't real. Um, <laughs> Which is important. Plus now they, they have drones that shoot out tasers, so you got to watch out for those birds. I think they're called oh. pterodactyls <laughs> or, or cardinals. I think the cardinals are the ones that shoot out, shoot out tasers. Uh-oh. All right, thanks. Bye. Good to know. <laughs> okay, good to know. Thank you okay. for the clear up. Yeah, you got to clear that up. Next message? This message is for the web crawlers. Um, I'm Marissa. I just called in and then got nervous and like, thought that the voicemail would just, you know, run its course, and then I couldn't delete it, so I left, like, a voicemail that's mostly silent for three minutes. Um, you don't have to listen to it, um, but you probably do. Okay. Anyway, I'm calling because I was re-listening to some of your old episodes, and I'm in that's the era so of, like, uh, past lives and near-death experiences, and it just reminded me of how... When I was younger, I was, like, obsessed with tornadoes, but also Me so too. terribly afraid where if I saw, like, one gray cloud in the sky at recess at school, I would, like, go into the nurse. Aww. And that happens every day. And... No. You know, now I'm diagnosed with OCD, so it all makes sense. But my mom told me that she also had this, like, irrational fear of tornadoes when she was younger. And we live in, like, New England, so... Oh, there's no tornadoes. Yeah. That sounds like Um, past life stuff. Her and I came to the conclusion that we were in a past life together and, like, died via tornado or something. For sure. Um, And then my older sister got one of the past life regression things and turns out we were all like living in Kansas together at some point. So, oh. you know, there's tornadoes in Kansas. Yes, there is. Yeah. Um, I've seen Wizard of and Oz. And me and my family were watching like a home Wizard of Oz? video and it's of one of my sister's like 
two and I'm like a newborn infant and she's holding me and she said something about like, oh, I missed you so much, Marissa. And me and my mom while we were watching it, we were like, what? And then we, we rewinded it and she ended up saying, oh, Marissa, I've missed you so much. And then my mom in the video was like, when did you miss her? And she said, I missed her when I went into my mommy's tummy. So we thought it was like, Oh, she missed her like while she oh, was in my mom's like oh, souls in, in heaven. Stomach, but no, she meant like once she was up wherever the fuck people are in between lives and then came down into my mom's stomach. She missed me because maybe we were in a bad life together in Kansas with tornadoes. Okay. <laughs> that was a lot. I'm nervous, so I rambled. Hopefully it makes sense. But anyway, I think me and my family were in a tornado past life. Okay. Honk, honk. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, that's interesting. That's crazy. I, I mean, I believe that stuff. I was also obsessed with tornadoes as a kid. We had them in Michigan. Not really. I don't think I experienced a real tornado, but we had the sirens that would go off. Oh, my God. And there would scary. be storms that were like the tornadoes would be around Kalamazoo. The last one that came through there, I think, was like a year before I was born. Oof. But like the sirens would go off and like this, the sky would turn like this green color. Oh, that's it was terrifying. terrifying. Yeah. That's so scary. Also, I love the movie Twister. It's one of my favorite. Movies. That's a good movie. Next message. Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. Okay. This is the first time that I'm calling. I feel so Ooh. silly. Um, but I just listened to your episode uh, about Teal Swan. Oh. Yeah. And I want to know why nobody is talking about Abraham Hicks. Like, if we're going to talk about, like, what happens if you look up anything self-help on YouTube, Abraham Hicks pops up second to Teal Swan. And Jordan Peterson, but that's a whole other thing. Um, but Abraham Hicks is, is just, it's a woman who's being inhabited uh, or that she's channeling um, a source energy, which is, I mean, we all just kind of accept it and just kind of go along with it because there's such good stuff in there. And don't get me wrong, I love Abraham Hicks and actually a lot of the things that they talk about with like raising your vibration and like allowing things to come to you rather than fighting for them actually work and they're like working for me in my life not gonna lie um that's a whole other thing um but it really does it's, it's fantastic and I love it but um is mm. nobody gonna talk about the fact that this is just like Esther Hicks who's like this old woman who's just sitting there and channeling these voices that talk very and like the way that she switches her language with it, I don't know. I think it's really fascinating. And I'm oh, really curious as to why no one has, like, raised a flag about Abraham Hicks yet. And maybe it's just because, like, they're great um, <laughs> or, or, like, not problematic, but they kind of are. Um, they, like, don't really allow for admitting guilt or personal responsibility for hurting someone in the past or looking at the past at all, which is very problematic. But anyway, I would love to hear you guys do a little bit of a dive on that. That would make me feel really happy. Okay. Anyway, um, this is Elise again. Hi. Um, hi, Allie. <laughs> I hope you're doing well. Okay. Dolly. All right. Bye. <laughs> I literally have read one of these books. Yeah, these have been... I don't remember it. I don't remember it being problematic. Is It's a publication, but it's ran by Esther Hicks and her husband, Jerry Hicks. And she thinks that she's channeling Abraham. Oh, is that why it's called Abraham Hicks? I guess. I didn't... I didn't... But I I never... The law of attraction. Money in the law of attraction. 
Yeah, these books I, have been around for a while. Yeah, I rest. I read "Ask and It Is Given." Oh. Um, I, I mean, I, I'd have to go back. I don't remember anything about not taking accountability. If anything, I feel like everything I read is about like really taking accountability for your actions, and that's how you change your behavior. I don't remember there being anything problematic about what she was saying or channeling. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be any controversy. The thing with channeling is I think like we're taking it super literally here. And I'm I'm not I'm not I don't want this to sound like I'm shitting on the person who just called. This is my perspective on quote unquote channeling. Like I think she we all get our inspiration from something else if like you believe in the divine or not Mm -hmm. but like let's say you're like dolly parton wrote uh i will always love you and jolene in one day it's like where did that inspiration come from like she did yeah what the hell i know and it's like when you find that kind of like creativity that comes so quickly it's like you have to think like you're channeling it from something greater than yourself you know so i think that this woman is saying, like, I have this spiritual knowledge. I'm literally channeling it from someone. But I think if you think of great musicians, like, they're channeling that. Like, where does, like, music come out of nowhere, you know? Right. Or, like, a painter painting. Like, I think we're all channeling from something greater than ourselves. This person has literalized it, uh, whether that's true or not. Maybe that's mm-hmm. who, like, her guide is or something, or that's who she connects to. But... I don't know. I've always liked everything I've read from this person. Um, but yeah. again, I, I haven't read everything, so it might be fucked up. Doesn't look like they're running any sort of cult. Yeah, like I think it's just... And I mean, it's sure it's possible to be like good-natured, inspirational speakers. <laughs> I'm sure those people do exist. Yeah, I mean, like... It's like, like, I mean, because then you could get into the fact that like therapy is problematic, you know, like it's just sure, like alternative yeah, yeah. Sor- sources of therapy, but more spiritualized. Um, hmm. You know, it's more like soul work, I guess. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think like ha- she, there's a cruise. I don't think I need a cruise. Uh Oh, her husband was a successful Amway distributor. Oh, OK, well, there's a red flag. There's a red flag. So but then we can get now. It. He's dead now. Well, look, Abraham got him. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he got out. (laughs) Yeah. And interesting. Well, we'll look into it. We'll look into it. That's interesting. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more teal swans out there. Oh, yes. Hey, I'm calling to leave a message for web crawlers, obviously. Um, (laughs) My name's Rebecca, like the hundredth Rebecca is called. But I was just listening to your episode on Teal Swan, and mm-hmm. <laughs> you were talking about how she claims she had sex with a dead person because the guy's penis was erect during rigor mortis. <laughs> and I just have to call and say that that is ridiculous. <laughs> rigor mortis is stiffening of the muscles and joints. That makes absolutely no sense. And I just oh, that's interesting. Hilarious. Okay, bye. Oh, okay. Because so that's <laughs> blood. An erection is blood to the penis. Right. It's not muscle, right? I really don't want to Google is penis erect or rigor mortis. <laughs> <It's not. laughs> is, will I, will, will the cops it. come? Okay. Here we go. Erect <laughs> during... Rigor mortis. 
if you if you die face down your blood could also conceivably oh. settle in your penis which creates the appearance of a boner <laughs> it's not a stiffening of soft tissue which is what the penis is yeah so you can no. so no if you're if you're laying face down when you die so you has to have collects. lied he has to have died face down yes i wonder how so, long it stays stiff for Oh, I wonder if it just sticks like that. <laughs> you die, it's like forever. <laughs> Hello. Darnell? Uh, okay. Boyoying. Boyoying. Next message. Hey, I'm calling for web crawlers. Um, I just called a few minutes ago about <laughs> rigor mortis penis. Um, I just, I had hung up really quickly because my one-year-old daughter was really scared she was waking up. But I just wanted to clarify, um, that, yeah, that's not a thing. And, um, I thought it was funny because Jill Swan is supposedly all-knowing and she knows everything about the human body and right. death, but... Like a penis does not get erect from rigor mortis. Just want to clarify that. Okay, thanks. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean that's good to know. You, it's, it's something we should all know. Yeah, it's really, really important. Glad that's in my Google search. History. Yeah, I was going to say Melissa took one for the team and googled it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. I don't know if this question is too weird. Does the piece? I don't think it is. Yeah. <laughs> but if it is, that's fine. But if it's the same question. And I think I'm making it sound more weird than it is. I was wondering if you had to have a child of a supernatural or a supernatural being or a cryptid or like any kind of monstery thing, 
Which one would you choose? And question. Don't factor in which one you want to fuck the most. Just think <laughs> oh, like, Damn what it. would I want if I had to have a non-human baby? You know, like, could you deal with a vampire baby? Mm. Could you deal with a Bigfoot baby? Ouch. Bigfoot. <laughs> Sounds like it hurts. Um, anyways, I hope that made sense. Yeah, it makes if sense. If it's not too weird, no. I would love to hear y'all's thoughts. I think I would have a Mothman baby. Oh. Because um, I think I, it'd be a pretty chill baby. Okay. Anyways, love y'all. Have an awesome day. Which cryptid would we have as a baby? I would want my baby to either be a fairy mm. or a mermaid. Oh, a mermaid. Yeah. Now, would they just like live in the pool or like the bathroom? Yeah, the mermaid would live in the pool. And the fairy would live in my backyard, but it could come inside if it wanted to. Oh, yeah. The fairy could just live in the backyard in like a treehouse. Yeah. I'd give it a little treehouse in the backyard. I wonder. You can take my ideas if you want to. Initially, I would think of Puckwudgie, but Puckwudgies are secretly evil because they lure people and try to kill them. So maybe like I think a Yeti (laughs) or like an abominable snowman would be kind of fun. That's going to tear that pussy up. What about an elf? Oh, an elf. That'd yeah, be kind of cute. they're tiny. I could build them like little tiny uh, houses. To yeah, or like an, a gnome. A gnome. I'm on gnomes a list are, of supernatural Gnomes are creatures. handy. What about a little ghost baby? Oh, yeah, a ghost. A ghost could just like come with me everywhere. No one would. No one would see. You just look no like you're talking to yourself. <laughs> it could steal stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shoplifting. <laughs> yeah, put it in its little <laughs> ghost pockets. Yeah. A ghost. I'll Those take are all our answers. Yeah. Hey, girls. It's Cami from the Discord. And just Hi. listening to the mailbag episode entitled Allie is a Scientist. <laughs> and I was just thinking about you were reflecting on your dating history and how you met all people online throughout yes. your dating history. And I just thought, wow, how different that is from when I was brought up. So, you are all people who were born in the 90s, of course, wink, wink. 80s. I was actually born in the 70s. And so watching oh. TV, you would see people who would put out, take out a personal ad in a newspaper. Oh, my know, God. And they would be, like, seeking someone. They would be like, you know, I'm describing myself and I'm seeking this if person. Like and then the person answers the phone, <laughs> phone number and the personal ad. And then they arranged to meet at a restaurant. And one Crazy. is carrying a red rose or something. Crazy. And that's how you know that's, that's the person that personal ad. But as you can imagine, is. I mean, it sounds very elaborate. And, you know, these people were considered to be desperate, okay? So basically, if you met someone through a personal ad, you're desperate. Yeah, maybe you're happy because you met someone good, but also there's a lot of stalkers and freaks, which we know. Sure. Yeah. Watching web crawlers. So, so that was basically my whole idea of, like, personal ads. And then when things came out on the internet, like, okay, so it would have been like the 90s, like the late 90s, it was like, is that even okay to do? Like, it, it was weird at first. So even before, so there was one girl I knew in college who met her boyfriend on the internet, and that was weird. 
that was considered weird. That's or maybe funny. it was my oh, yeah. that I thought it was weird, but I do think it was unusual. So anyway, I'm happy. Like I'm happy now that people can meet each other in like a lot of different ways. I did actually meet my husband in person and not on the internet. Wow. But, um, How? That's just because <laughs> I've never really been an app person, and hopefully I'll never have to be. You guys, uh, put your put your blessing on my wedding, and hopefully it'll last forever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all. I just wanted to share that reflection. I love you girls so much, and miss you, Maria, but um, I hope you're doing well. Okay, talk to you guys later. Bye. That is crazy that you put an ad in a paper. Do you remember uh, casual or not casual encounters, misconnections? Uh, Craigslist, yeah. And I mean, and casual encounters. I obviously yeah. never did casual encounters, but I did used to look at misconnections to I like see too. if anyone would write about me. Yeah, there were, I remember people would post them and like occasionally people would be like, oh, that's me. Yeah. Crazy. That's, yeah. Misconnections was cool. Yeah, I'm looking yeah, at Craigslist, right now. I guess, is kind of like the modern newspaper. Yeah. Sort of. Do people still use Craigslist to hook up? I, I don't think I'm sure so. They do. I'm I'm, sure I, they well, do. Well, I'm sure. I'm, yeah, but I think it's a... It's all apps now. Underground. Yeah. I'm looking at, 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 at uh, misconnections right now. Do people still post in there? Oh, yeah. It's, it's popping. Wow. You were, you were stuck w- behind <laughs> me waiting for the train. Black Porsche SUV 7-Eleven in Hollywood. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, there's Dunkin' Donuts on Anaheim and Figueroa. Girl from Air One Silver Lake. Oh, that could be <laughs> Not me. Yeah, not me. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. People still post yeah. on there. That's fun. Okay, next message. Hi, this is for the web crawlers. This is Emily. I'm the one who had like the pervert teacher Ouija board story. Yes. Um, I'm not drunk this time. That was so embarrassing. Anyway, I wanted to call you because I have a synchronicity thing. So I'm still catching up on older episodes. And last night or the other night I was making dinner and I was listening to the episode where the guy called in about the David Bowie synchronicity. And then the next day I was on the telephone. And the instructor played a David Bowie song. Not super weird. It was an 80s ride. Got off the peloton. I'm scrolling through Instagram. And I'm watching the like, reel of a daily vlog. And that same David Bowie song is like the background music. I was like, okay, like that's a coincidence. Later on, I'm walking down the street. And as I'm telling my husband about all this David Bowie stuff, a guy walked by wearing a David Bowie t-shirt. I was like, weird. Shook. Oh. Like, I was absolutely shook. I've never <laughs> David Bowie so much in my life. I don't know what this means, but I just felt like you guys needed to know. Okay, I love you. Bye. David Bowie's coming for you. Yeah, it's a lot of David Bowie. There's a documentary about David Bowie coming out that looks kind of good. Ooh. Yeah. It's like by Neon or A24 or something like that. Well, you love to see it. Hi, this is a message for web crawlers. This is Holly. I called before about my haunted doll, Paula, but like, oh yeah, all weirdy, and yeah. I think I talked too fast. I don't freaking know. I don't like hearing myself. Anyway, so like, you guys are like my friends now because I've listened to you so much, and yes. I feel like I relate to Allie so freaking much. Good. Because I'm <laughs> and I'm on break at work and I need to vent. So I'm calling my friends. Um, I'm telling an adult at work today. 
I work at McDonald's, and I'm the only freaking McDonald's? grown-up. I'm 37, and all my coworkers are 16 to 18 today, and I'm losing my fucking mind. It's like, oh God. do something. Do something. Just <laughs> do something. Like, I keep telling them, like, you know, you can move your hands and your mouth. At the same damn time. And damn. I them walk up and then like smile and walk away. And all the kids hate me because I'm like, oh my frick, just do something. Oh my frick. frick. Oh my frick. Yeah. Every day at work. Losing my mind. And I'm the mother of a sixteen year old and a twelve year old. So I'm like, Dad, I have to do this at home. Now I have to do it here. Oh, my word. I can oh, get paid frick. to be a manager, but I'm literally, like, momming these kids. I'm a momager. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I'm done. Sorry. Or, like, no. Venting. All right. Bye. <laughs> what accent is that? I think so. What accent is that? I think it's Midwestern. I like it. Because wasn't she from Detroit, if I remember? Or, like... I can't so Ohio or like, what the frick? What the frick? Yeah, man. When I mean, when I was a teen and I worked in a restaurant and I for sure was like, you know, you slack off. You don't want to do anything. Like I did that like, when I, I was in my fucking clean this twenties and thirties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do this shit. Yeah, when I used to work at the art gallery. Woo. Oh God, I don't want to <laughs> do this shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I forgot the funniest part. <laughs> So I couldn't get the mayonnaise to work, and you squeeze this, like, trigger on the mayonnaise gun, and it's supposed to shoot the mayonnaise, and it wasn't working. So I'm, like, squeezing the trigger, squeezing the trigger, squeezing the trigger, and I'm, like, why isn't it working? And then it exploded and shot all over the kid beside me, who was, like, (laughs) 17, and all the little guys in the kitchen started going, come shot, come shot. seems like a fun place to work i know i want to work there um, but i want to work at hers hers sounds fun yeah that's that's amazing yeah. i always had fun working at restaurants it's always a fun place to work i bet hey ladies this is james from las vegas and i've been calling a lot but hi baby boy deal with it <laughs> anyway today i was confronted by this awful news story about these two parents who from nevada by the way ladies I'm not going to speak bad about Pahrump, Nevada, but Pahrump? it's not no Vegas. I'm just saying. Anyway. Wait, is um, Pahrump, Nevada, was that that, sh- that news show, reality show that was on Netflix? Oh, fuck. No, on HBO, you mean? Or HBO. That was like this this right-wing that news That was station, so Pahrump. good. It was so good. I don't know. Pahrump, I just Googled Nevada? it. Nevada? What was that show? There better be a season two. Small town KPV Pahrump. Pahrump. Yeah. Shut up. That that yeah. show was so good. That show was so good. Not enough people watched it. That was so good. Pahrump. These two parents were from Nevada. I guess their kid was getting bullied. He was having some sort of issues at the school, although the details have not been told as of yet. But they went to the school to try and confront the student and then got in a fight with, like, oh. like, some, like a, per, a faculty at the school. Oh, no. And I'm just like, why? Like, parents, if you were listening, 
please do not come to the school to confront your child's bully. <laughs> That's insane. Oh my god, please yeah. Contact the, the bully's parents or or contact the school. Yeah, like the school. I'm not saying your parents do not need to to intervene when their child is getting bullied in school. Please intervene. Please defend your child, but you do not need to defend your child from another child. Like, I mean, it depends on how old they are. are yeah, that, <laughs> it's a teenager. To do that, let's not fight children as adults. Let's also leave the teaching up to the teachers, in my opinion. And if you don't like what your school is teaching, there are other options. Now, granted, this what I'm saying is like purely because of the <laughs> stuff. I don't know if. That is something that I can really say or should really say. Like, if you don't like what the curriculum is teaching the child, then, you know, you have other options. There's private schools, charter schools, home schools, magnet schools, where, you know, you can choose the curriculum or, you know, at least know it beforehand. But I feel like when it comes to public education, like, you can't really... I feel like people shouldn't be able to, to to control what you have the ability to learn. Agreed. That's my opinion. Okay, so one, don't go to school to confront and your beat child's up kids. Yeah. <laughs> but what if it's like an 18-year-old bullying and like my 13-year-old daughter... I think you still get, do it through the parents or else you're going to end up in jail somehow. I can't. I can't wait. One <laughs> of my daughters. Being no, you're bullied. gonna send. You're gonna send me instead. Like Aunt Allie's gonna yeah. come to school <laughs> with brass knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> he was talking about people picking. I'm assuming like the banning of books thing. Yeah, like, I think that that's probably it. Yeah, yeah, public school. Like, if you want your child to learn a certain thing, send them to a private to a school, school of where that. they learn about Jesus and all that stuff. That's yeah. fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but don't enforce don't that. Try to, um, don't the try masses. to fuck up public schools. Yeah. Okay. Hi, I didn't get cut off. I got walked in on. So that was even better. Walked in Anyway. On? Who walked in? Did you hear yeah. about... Oh, my I'm God. Sure you heard of- you getting arrested? Go Are you okay? <laughs> Please make sure everyone is safe. Um, I know you ladies have heard about what happened in Buffalo. Teachers, yes. teachers are being forced by their school districts to say that the man who shot those innocent people in Buffalo thought that he was doing it to save the world. A different perspective. They have to, like, teach all the different perspectives. What? I love learning no. perspectives. However, I do not want to learn the perspective of someone who thought they were doing something right That's when crazy. actually they were being completely wrong and racist. There is no what? reason That's for you crazy. to shoot a bunch of black people and then shoot a white person and apologize to that white person and it not be racist. That was pure racism, and I, I can't oh, stand that. That's what happened. That, like, yeah. you can't you can't teach a whole generation of children that racism isn't real or or that all of, like you can't. That's not how things fucking work. And I'm I'm sick and tired of these old white men who have had power for so fucking long. I'm, I'm just so tired of it. And I'm sorry, ladies. Thank you for letting me vent for a tiny bit before yeah, I like, went into full ramp yeah. mode. I hope you ladies have a good rest of your day. Please stay safe. 
And may the crows watch over you. Love you all. We agree. It's fucked up. I read a news story that was like, oh, the school has to teach both sides of the Holocaust. What do you mean both sides? Excuse you? <laughs> There's not both sides. It's Jesus really fucking, fucking Christ. It's cra- like, thank God it's we a live scary in California, world. but I, like, it sucks. I know it's horrible when you have to be like, well, at least the state I'm in is okay. I know. That's, you know, it stinks. So it stinks. It stinks. stinks. <laughs> it stinks. It stinks. I don't. To put like it, it eloquently, it stinks. It stinks. <laughs> okay. Next message. Okay, this message is for the web crawlers. Why is it that I just now learned from an Instagram post on one of those like American Girl meme accounts where they're like, oh, yeah. "We need an American girl yeah. doll who." Those are funny. Red, yeah. or you, you know, I, yeah. We know. You know what I mean, right? Like, they're like, oh, we need an American Girl doll who did this. Well, there was one that was like, we need an American Girl doll who was on the boat where Dave Matthews' band dropped 800 pounds. (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck? And I, of course, had to Google it. And wouldn't you know, in 2004, Dave Matthews' band, the violinist for us, dropped 800 pounds we talked about this on the show. We did. On some people. Like, what the... I... It's crazy. Why didn't I know about this? Like, I was sentient then. <laughs> I really... I was like, maybe Web College should do an episode about this. But then, I, I guess I just... I, that's the episode. I just told you about it. Okay, bye. Yeah, we talked about this like a year, a couple of years ago. Yeah, I can't remember why. Because Melissa, I mean, Maria's like favorite band is Dave Matthews Band. So I think that, <laughs> yeah. that's how it came up. <laughs> yeah, they dumped their boat, dumped. Yeah, shit. Or though no, their, their, their van their dumped van. the boat. <laughs> <laughs> their tour bus j- dumped all their shit on a bridge. Onto a boat, yeah. In Chicago, and it landed on a boat with like on a boat. tourists were on yeah, it. Yeah, like something. a tour boat or something, like a ferry oh, boat. Oh, so gross. So fucking gross. <laughs> Okay, last message of the day. Here we go. Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. This is Madeline. Um, I was just doing my uh, required viewing of the deep end, um, and oh, I yes. also listened to the podcast after learning about Teal Swan. Um, uh, the I forget what that other six-part podcast was, but my opinion is... Um, I think that Melissa, you kind of sound like Teal Swan. I no. think that it's, it's, you know, if your voice was a little bit lower, but oh, I really? think that you have a similar accent. Call time. Really, you could do a really good impression uh, if you wanted to. Um, thank you so much, Allie and Melissa, for all that you do. I really love the podcast and um, appreciate it. Thanks so much. Bye. I sound like Teal Swan. I don't. I don't hear it. I think you guys need to open up more and send me all of your money. That's not bad. (laughs) I don't think I sound like her. That ain't bad. Yeah, I I mean, you guys both have like lower voices, but she's hers has the devil in it. 
She's got the devil in her voice. She got the devil in her voice. I've got the uh, angel in my yeah, voice. Yeah, the angel in your voice. La, la, la. la. Uh, all right, guys. Well, thank you for your voicemails. As usual, you are such a delight. Please continue to call and please continue to call for the first time. We love that yeah. uh, more than life itself. Yeah. I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stetton. And Jeb is on the hunt for Maria with his hounds. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. An Elio's original. Powered by ACAST. Tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.